Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, welcome back to the Fearlessly Parenting Podcast. Today I have as my very special guest, Rachel Murphy. Rachel has worked with young people for almost 25 years as a youth director, a foster parent, a mentor to young adults, and as a mom to count them, five children ranging in age from eight to 24 years of age. And through all of this, she's become aware of how many teens are lacking the easily taught life skills that would help them launch out on their own. Her family started raising confident teens to help teach life and leadership skills to teens and their parents. She is the host of the Raising Confident Teens podcast. Rachel is also the author of the newly released book, I Am Not Your ATM, a practical plan for teaching your teen how to manage money. And so without further ado, here is Rachel Murphy. Rachel, thank you for being on my podcast here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Stan. Well, Rachel, uh, when I looked at that title, (laughs) I am not your ATM. I knew that a lot of parents would uh, resonate with that, that, that have gone through that. You know, kids ask for money all the time, and we're going to dive off into that. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you said, I am a mom to five. Um, That keeps me pretty busy. (laughs) And (laughs) you're laughing. Yeah. Um, You know, we started out on our journey, my husband and I, and, and my parents, you know, they loved us. They they did what they thought was right. You know, no parent goes out with the goal of messing their children up. Not, you know, no parent intentionally does that. This is true. Um, but things changed a lot between their generation and our generation, right? Like, like they were not raised around credit and easy access to credit, you know. Right, right. Um, they had it or they didn't. Right. And, and we learned a lot. We made a lot of mistakes when we were young and married. And I know we'll talk about this more later, but, but through that, it, it just gave us a real burden to help other parents help, you know, so that when their kids got older and out on their own, they could more successfully uh, launch and have a strong foundation to start their lives. And, And we just like, you know, what, what skills can we teach kids? Uh, so it's a, been a family project for us. Our, our teens co-host, um, 
and they just, it's, it's been a learning process. You know how that goes with podcasting and, and just learning how to communicate with other people. Well, if you got your children involved and you've been teaching them and now they're going out getting on your podcast and teaching others, that kind of shows that they know it because I'm a firm believer and you, you show your kids how to do things, you tell them how to do it, and then you allow them to do it. And if they can come back and teach others, then you know they know it. Right. And that's got to give you peace of mind, does it not? Yeah. You, you know, a lot of times we don't know how to teach kids stuff, so we just lecture. And lecturing doesn't really work with kids. You know, you have to show them. <laughs> you think we would have learned from uh, of high school ourselves from the lectures we got in class or the lectures that we got in college? You think we would have learned from that, but go ahead. Yeah, I call it the Charlie Brown's teacher. Wow, 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 That's what they hear, you know, when we lecture. But, it, you know, we feel like we're teaching them things, but a lot of times they're not picking up what we're laying down. Um, and, and that is truly the case. So let me ask you, because you talk about a financial mindset and, and having one. Uh, you know, what do you think has been more important to you in succeeding financially? Ha- has it been that mindset or is it simply learning skills? Oh, definitely the mindset. You know, being successful financially is only about 20% skills. And the rest is your behavior and your mindset. And when my husband and I, when we went through all of our financial struggles, when we were first married, we had a a business that we'd owned and it was just not succeeding. And we kept trying to scrape by thinking, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And we were living on credit cards. And you can imagine how that went. Uh, Um, Not very well. (laughs) Credit card companies loved you. So at the end of all of that, when it all came to an end, we were $50,000 in debt and had no income because we, you know, we didn't have the business anymore. And we really struggled because my husband was in it and that was around the time of the dot-com crash. Mm. And so we went through three layoffs in nine months and we were driving home. We we had moved out to California for the, those three jobs and, and we were driving home back to Florida, September 11th. 2001 we wow. were <laughs> we were driving home we had just lost we just had a miscarriage um right before he had the last layoff so we were like emotionally mentally physically financially devastated you know the country's falling apart it, that's the way it felt the country's falling apart we're driving across the country everyone is acting it was like a being in a sci-fi movie you know like I get um, that. I get that. <laughs> I really do. I get that. And then we came back home. Uh, we came back to Florida, and we couldn't find work because you know the the tech industry was devastated. And for five years, uh, my husband drove a taxi, so we were making less than thirty thousand a year, and we managed to pay off that fifty thousand dollars just by sheer determination. But you know, looking back, we were just not right mentally, like. If we had known then what we know now, we could have dug ourselves out so much faster. You know, we just had no faith in ourselves. We didn't believe in ourselves. We felt like losers. We felt like we're just, you know, we can't succeed at anything. And it had become, we had become what we believed, kind of, you know, we'd become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you, you had a negative mindset 
And out of that came that self-fulfilling prophecy. Right, right. And this was back in the day, you know, 20, how many years has it been? 20 years ago, uh, there were no podcasts. You know, you, you didn't you didn't have access to the things you have now, you know. Nowadays, you can pour so much good stuff into your brain and read so many good books. And Absolutely. You know, there there's all sorts of, uh, like, Ramsey and, and his tips and tricks uh, to to try to get yourself out of debt and other people who have put out books like him to help families, you know, get out of debt. Yeah. I, and I say if you are determined to learn how to do it, say if your family has not done well with money generationally, you don't know one taught you that doesn't define who you are. Mm-hmm. You can change. You can change the future. And I'm assuming for what you're saying here, mindset is just creating new habits. Um, you know, when we drive on the uh, when we drive on the highway, we're not thinking, okay, three exits up here, and I got to exit off to get over here to go to the church. You you're driving, and it's like your subconscious mind knows, okay, you got to start moving over here, and you got to exit off. Because if you go back and recall, you can't remember every step that you took while driving. And that's because that subconscious mind is working. So when I listened to you, I said up here, okay, it it sounds like you kind of need to rework that subconscious mind to where it it has new habits that it, it, it sets you on for success. So how do we go about uh, setting up these new habits? You know, I think the most important step is just to t- start taking action. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people feel like I have to have it perfectly figured out before I do anything. And that will paralyze you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just do the next right thing that you can think of. You know, seek well, out a mentor. The next right thing. Yeah. If, if you need to find a mentor, I'm sure, you know, there's someone you can find in your church or um, in your community that would be willing to help you, you know. Having people want to help people. Partner, yes, they do. At, yeah. at, heart, at heart, people do. At the heart level, people do want to help other people out. So that that brings you to another question. You know, wh- why don't families talk about money? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's such a taboo subject. Stan, did your family talk about money? A little bit, but not much. I mean, I would see my dad go out and work a couple of jobs. I would see my, my, my mom work real hard. They had a, a a custodian business. So I saw a whole lot of hard work, but no set down. So, hey, saving money here, saving money here. So, no, it, it was not talked about a lot. Right. And when I was doing research for my book, I asked a ton of people that question. And almost every person said, nobody talked to me about money. Even people whose parents were bank presidents, you know, wow. like, like the message was not getting through. And, and I think some of that's taboo. It's like, we don't, it's none of their business is, is what some parents perspective is. And and I'm not saying you need to go tell your kids how much you make. They don't have to know that, but they still need to learn the lessons. And absolutely, if they're not going to learn it from you, where, you know, where are they going to learn it back in our grandparents day and our parents day, there was there was more of a boundary. Like if you if you spend all of your money, there was a natural boundary. You would have no money to do anything. But but our generation that that whole line between what how much do I really have is kind of blurred because we have credit. 
so people can get themselves into a whole lot of mess, a whole lot, a whole very quickly. Um, and because phones. yes, because they don't know really what position they're in. Right? We can pretend like we have more than we really do have. And you just dig a hole for yourself. And the next day, you know, you're looking up and that pit is just so deep and dark. And you just wonder how you're going to get out of this financial pit. Yeah, I think also some parents just feel inadequate. Like they feel like they're not doing well. So who are they to teach their kids about money? Which, you know, I can understand that. But but if you realize that that is where you're at, then what are you going to do about it? Right. Well, that's a teaching point, Rachel, where you can say, listen, this is where we are because we didn't do A, we didn't do B, we didn't do C. Now, as good parents, we don't want you to go through the pain and turmoil that we had to go through. Mom and dad made some mistakes. We paid for our mistakes and we're rising above that now. But there's no need for us to know that you're going to open the door and walk through it. We know there's a pit there and not tell you about it so that you know and you can take sort of evasive action to right. avoid that pitfall. Yes. And I think by admitting to your kids that you're not perfect and that's totally okay because no, none of us are. You don't need to feel any shame because of it. You, you're being real with them. And I think they get a lot out of that because after all, uh, the parent is the chief role model, and, and in doing that, you're being a good role model to your kids, even though you're talking about where you fell down because you're providing them with some practical experience. Right. Your kids know. You may be trying to hide stuff from your kids, but your kids know, have a pretty good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> of where you're at, right? At whether, you know, if there's money fights going on, you know, they know how you're doing, whether you have told them specifically or not. And, you know, there's, yeah, like, I, like you said, there's no shame in saying to them, Hey, I messed up, but I, I don't want you to mess up. And so let's learn together. Absolutely not. Hey, Bob's dads and guardians, you know, I want to take a moment to remind you to please, please check out our podcast description. Rachel will have some links that she's created just for you that you'll be able to tap into find out more information about her book and her services as a parenting coach. Uh, Rachel, tell them where they can find you. Yeah. If you go to rachelmurphycoaching.com slash fearless, I've set up a page on there with some free resources and links to our podcast and a place where you can go get my book if you are interested. Well, you heard her there, moms and dads. Uh, she set something up just special just for my audience, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Again, I want to remind you, please check out the podcast description where you will find the link that she was talking about there. And until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. 
And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.